All right, we're rolling. Mm-hmm. Back at it. Back at the grind. <sighs> yeah, it's... It's a rough one, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's fair enough. I, I probably would run out of breakfast-related content if we were going to do a breakfast podcast pretty quick, so... Probably for the best that everybody hated that. Yeah. But it does it breaks my heart that we're gonna have to abandon our new our new drop. The Breck Stuff segment. Oh yeah. It's a great it's a great drop. I gotta figure out a new way to incorporate that. Yeah, I mean breaking stuff or breaking stuff is eternal. You you can always brick some more stuff and it, it it's not like i'm i'm gonna say uh swear off breakfast foods yeah i'm gonna continue Give me to something make to break. that one meal a day you know mm-hmm. some say the most important meal of the day maybe we just do a, a whole parody song of that of that old limp biscuit but it's all about breakfast and what, brunch. what, a, what a shoddy breakfast a, a, a limp biscuit would be I, I like a full flaky biscuit, not some little padded out. Yeah. Mm. You ever have those cinnamon rolls with the orange icing? Oh, yes. Wow. And I've had trouble finding them. I, I wanted to make them at the beginning of the pandemic, and I, I could not find them. It was only your... Your regular icing or your cream cheese icing? I really, because I'd never even heard of those orange icing cinnamon rolls until the pandemic. Huh. So I really? guess they... You never yeah. did that before? Never had Mm-mm. them till. It's a new it trick. Seems, it seems to me like that's uh, something that was dreamed up by like, uh, you know, some sort of an orange growers co-op. Like Bing Crosby is behind it there's big money in the mm-hmm. pushing of the orange icing just so strange to me like yeah, how did that a, become a thing I, I feel like oranges uh they have backers there there's big money behind do you remember those uh chocolate oranges that you'd get around christmas time and you're supposed to whack them on the table and they split into segments orange yeah. segments but it's chocolate I actually, I I pay a high priced escort to whack one of those chocolate oranges <laughs> on my testicles <laughs> every Christmas. That's my gift to me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's all about the whacking. It, it, it's not like orange and chocolate are flavors that go together in any real way. Yeah, there's something there's something funny going on here, where. There's some dark money that's shoehorning orange into other flavors. Yeah, I I, I think that's true. I I think that uh, there's probably a lot of banana money uh, exchanging hands, you know. Mm-hmm. But other than bananas, I I I think that orange is the fruit that has the most political clout. I think you know some people like I like orange juice, but that's about it. I think an orange. In and of itself, 
is a bit of a chore, don't you? Yeah, all absolutely. That peeling, and then when you put and then the once you peel, mouth, you still have like all all that weird pulpy skin bullshit. on top of it. Yeah, I should say I enjoy orange juice, but only in its least natural form. If it's got oh, you're pulp you're in a it, no pulper. Oh, I I love some pulp. I I, I, get I would the rather extra pulp. I would rather drag my ass along a long gravel road than drink a glass of pulp orange juice. It's I, always I, disappointing. I want them to have a, a a higher pulp. Like I I like. You want that extra pulp? Yeah, I I I need that uh, extra fiber in there to uh, keep me regular. This is we should team up. We're vertically integrated here. <laughs> Just siphon all the pulp out of mine, and then you, you, you know keep it. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know if you just keep it in a Tupperware for me and I'll sprinkle it into my orange juice later. <laughs> just I have like a like a wire strainer and I just <laughs> I have a baggie in the fridge. I just shake it out in there every morning. I've got a got a little sticker on it. It says AJ's pulp. Yeah. Well, is your is there anybody in your family who is pro-pulp, or are you all uh, anti-pulpers? You know, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I'm just callous that way. I uh, mm. I don't ask. I don't bother. I don't care. I buy the kind I like. And I think the littler ones, they just have, you know, they have that Stockholm Syndrome, or they don't know, they don't know, they don't know anything else is out there. Similar I mean, to when I was, it's not a big deal. It's it's not like you've uh, foisted sunny delight on them and told them that this is orange juice. Well, they, to be honest, they don't like orange juice, and maybe that's why. Maybe oh. they're pulp. Maybe they're pulpsters, and they just don't see. Because when I was a kid, I thought I didn't like chili, and it turns out I just don't like it the way my mom makes it with ketchup. What? Just no. ketchup and ground beef. <laughs> I was like, went to Wendy's one time. I was like, damn, there's supposed to be like seasoning in this. It's not just a big bowl of uh, ketchup with uh, a few little beefy bits thrown in. Yeah. It was like a worse, it was like a worse version of Sloppy Joe. My mom's recipe for chili. No, no beans. No beans about it, right? Mm. No, there was beans. She's not okay. a Texan. All right. There was well, beans and ground beef and then like some, I think that she put like onion powder and chili powder and then just like two cups of ketchup. I remember helping her make it one time and I was like, so this is chili, huh? What is and then I remember Boston's deal with beans? I mean, it's Bean Town, but and you got Boston baked beans, and at w one point in time, I think their baseball team was called the Bean Eaters. What their team was called the Bean Eaters? I think there was a like a back in like the eighteen hundreds, a Boston Bean Eaters. Was this a reference to the uh, the uh, Boston's eighteen hundreds uh, uh, lesbian culture? <laughs> perhaps it's a I, I just thought about it and i'm like what why is it bean town and why why are there so many bean things associated with boston i don't 
That's why. It's because of all the, all the bean eaters, you know. Yeah. yeah. They call it a Boston marriage. Two lady roommates. Nah. Wait, I think that the point of the, the euphemism Boston marriage was that they were like sexless lesbians. I don't know. Well, well that doesn't that doesn't jibe with the with the bean eating. Yeah. Unless they just eat actual beans and then yeah. they just Oh, I'm too gassy. I can't do it tonight. <laughs> I'm really farty. <laughs> just a bunch of farting lesbians. That's Boston for you. This is our new we're trying to get a new stereotype going about Boston. They they're trying to get away from the whole racism thing. Um so now they're all farting lesbians. <laughs> and this sounds like it's some one of those like dumb uh David Letterman show gags where he's like, "All right, and next up the Boston farting lesbians." And then they all come out tap dancing. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a throwaway gag. I should have thrown it away. I I like a good throwaway gag. Uh, Letterman and uh, I, I liked Conan's. Uh, do you remember uh, Tiny Jay Leno? Oh yes, and he'd, and he'd he just, uh, drive he just his little the, mini car across the stage. He'd do the wave and the little head wobble, and he didn't never said anything. Man, those guys must have just hated each other, right? Conan and Jay Leno. Yeah, they they somewhat civil but there there must be like seething hatred underneath underneath all of that i feel like uh, i feel like there's only two modes for celebrities one is like just a big dumb idiot who likes everyone but and then the other is like just a seething asshole who hates everyone <laughs> and there's no there's no rhyme or reason to it you know like i, I fully believe that like chris pratt is just like gosh shucks everyone's so nice but then he's kind of a dickhead, and there's people who's like, I fucking hate that guy. I'd light him on fire if I could get away with it. And that was uh, everybody else who's in the movies and on, on the TVs with him. They all hate him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They all hate him. You hear that? <laughs> you hear that, Pratt? <laughs> What if you woke up tomorrow and found out that Chris Pratt just randomly listened to you talking on a podcast and like decided that it was time for him to fill his pockets up with all of his many golden awards and walk into the ocean? Oh, wow. That that took a turn. I, I thought I was going to need to fear for my life. I thought he was going <laughs> to put that big Pratt money and just uh, put a price on my head. He's going to show like up at your John house Wick movie. on a dirt bike with three velociraptors. <laughs> I, he's like, I tricked these velociraptors into thinking that this dirt bike is also a velociraptor and it's their leader. <laughs> Do you think they let him keep a few of the velociraptors for personal use? Oh, like, yeah. He bonded with them on set and they're like, you know they've uh, what w- what's the word uh, they've imprinted they've imprinted yeah yeah so so you're 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 the Dino Daddy now Pratt they well, will he, accept like no those, other he's like one of those like real tree camo hunting and fishing guys in real life so I'd imagine that he just uh, you know he's eating Velociraptor sausage ooh 
has very that with lean scrambled meat, eggs. But uh, you know, yeah. And that's breakfast. Steak? <laughs> I think any segment can be Breck stuff. I, I think that we'll just do that instead of the like reading rainbow. But mm-hmm. we just have the. Do you think we can get away with that? I, I think that I, we should uh, steal more from reading rainbow. I think that we should uh, have children uh, give a little candid interview about their breakfast instead of about the book they read. Well, just instead of doing a podcast, we just have children do a report about a podcast they heard, <laughs> but then they don't I mean, tell it's, you it's how where it the ended. education system is. Uh, it's it's where we're heading. You know, we'll get out in front of it. This is the problem with podcasts is that there isn't an ending. You'll be listening to one and then you're like, nah, whatever. I'm done with work. We need people to want to finish them. We need to have that reading rainbow thing where do you want to know how it ends? Well, you'll have to go get it from the library. Yeah, I think we could get people to uh, finish our podcast if we made Breck stuff the the final segment. Mm. We we might have some people fast forwarding to the end, listening to the end first. You know, the sort of people who can't wait for their dessert. Mm-hmm. But in this case, the dessert is breakfast. Mm. I love breakfast for dessert. Dessert. <laughs> all right well we have another segment that we have to get to and that is uh our corrections and apologies i'm sorry folks this is when so sorry. we say something on a previous episode and then we have to go back and uh revisit that idea uh you might remember in uh one of the previous episodes, uh, I think it might have been the last one, the breakfast one. We re- we were talking about the movie Billy Elliot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I I I got. Well, first of all, I said he was uh, he was a little gay boy, and I don't think that that is canon in the film. He does have a gay friend and then he kisses his gay friend at the end. But it seems like uh, he was just kind of. Leading him on, gaslighting him. I, I mean, he's he's a a very young man, the Billy Elliot. He hasn't become Bill Elliot yet, and who knows who he's going to be. William Elliot. Uh, but no, second of all, I got distracted and never finished a thought. I said they can't make a movie like they wouldn't make a movie like this today. And uh, then I never explained what I meant by that. But what I meant by that was that his dad does think that his son is gay and he's embarrassed and humiliated by having a ballet dancing son. But then he comes around and decides to support his son's dreams. And uh, that's the part that I find unrealistic. They wouldn't <laughs> they wouldn't give someone who even shows a, a, like a tiny glimmer of bigotry, a redemption arc in a movie anymore. They need those people to be completely one dimensional. So that's been uh, that's been our corrections. All right, do you have an idea for a podcast? Yeah. I mean, I that's mostly what I have. I, I have several of them. Uh, <laughs> none of them are good, but let's let's start with um, Fear of a Botfly Planet. <laughs> and this is just oh. going to be gross, gross botfly information. 
because uh, I when I came up with that idea, I, w- I was just on Facebook, and I, in the span of one one session of scrolls, I saw two botfly videos, and I'm freaked out about them again. Wish may- maybe this is a podcast about getting people to stop making me aware of bot flies. That famous uh, <clears throat> Talking Heads live concert film. Stop making me talk about bot flies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know what a bot fly is. Um, they're, they're like a burrowing insect that likes to live inside of uh, your body. Oh, uh, one, one, one of the videos was uh, uh, a bot fly being extracted from a cat's nose where it's so huge. You're like, that thing was almost as long as the cat's entire head. How how did that happen? And oh, my God. Gross. <sighs> it's a bot eat. fly it, in your it, Chardonnay. It, it, <laughs> there was a. Uh, um, one point in time, a much earlier uh, episode of this podcast where we, uh, I think, gave our top three least favorite insects and I neglected to put the bot, like I got all cutesy with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like picked the insects that were, I think I might have even picked a June bug. Who cares about a June bug? You have a bot, bot fly also is cool. It sounds like it's a reggae bug. Well, I... I if if what you're taking from this is that bot flies are cool, I've already failed. Bot fly. <laughs> no, I, I'm starting to like them too. Oh no! Brap, brap, brap. <laughs> <laughs> he comes around, just chewing on a big. He's got a great big marijuana cigarette. Hey, it's the bl- bot fly. He wants to get up in your nose with that rubber hose. <laughs> yeah, with the rubber hose from. Uh... <laughs> Welcome back, Cotter. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that that saying, uh, I mean, not really germane to the topic of bot flies, but wh- wh- what's this famous rubber hose that that people? normally put up their nose i think we we discussed this it's a drug reference right it's oh, the we two did? ways to do hard <laughs> drugs up your nose okay. or with a rubber hose ah fair enough now i get it and uh i'm a little bit worried about a 16 year old arnold horshack <laughs> and, and, and i wouldn't his worry reliance too much. on hard drugs <laughs> Do you know how old he'd be today? No, I don't. How old? I don't know either. No, okay. I, I guess we could do some research, but that's not really our strong suit, so I'd rather oh, not. Um, I did do some research. Ah, fuck! Mm-hmm. He is negative <sighs> eight years old. <laughs> oh, he's a Benjamin Button. He's been buttoning this whole time. Yeah, he's all buttoned up. You don't have to worry <laughs> about him. 
Well, that's good. I, I hope he gets all the bot flies and none of us do. They were called the Sweat Hogs. Yes. Yes, they were. And why was that? That didn't make sense either. Like, I feel like this episode's just me me being like, why is this? Or maybe that's what every episode is. Cause well, I don't you know never anything. saw them drink sweat. <laughs> and they were uh, kind of like you with that pulpless orange juice, trying to hog mm. it all, all for themselves. Yeah. Didn't want to share the sweat with the rest of the class. Didn't bring enough for everybody. Arnold Horshack quit hogging the sweat. <laughs> uh. All right, I got an idea for a podcast. Okay. This is called Twist It Up. And this is uh, basically, I think that there's a there's a huge void that needs to be filled in the, uh, in the English speaking world's online uh, community space. Now that IMDb got rid of the message boards, there's not a place for people who think every movie has a twist to discuss what their theory on the twist is in movies. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar with this phenomena. You still see it sometimes. The people who say, uh, "Oh, I have you heard the theory that that in uh, Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller is a, a figment of of Cameron's imagination." Oh he, yeah, it, it's he's like his a dead a friend, wimpy Fight Club. Yeah, they fixed sort it. Of they made Fight Club because there Ferris was a Bueller, time, but fixed. There was a time around the early days of the internet where people also would identify as uh, being into their favorite genre of movie being twist movies. Do you remember that? Like early two thousands, you had yeah, the uh, sixth in, in sense. the wake of the sixth sense. Everybody's just like, oh yeah, you know, and the pulled, usual I suspects the to be pulled. Yeah, they would. Useful yeah, th- like I mean, M. Night Shyamalan made it into a whole. He was a genre director, and the genre was, "I'm gonna fuck with you. You aren't gonna know how this movie ends." And then they would make trailers for movies. They'd say, "With a twist you won't see coming." So then, when the the first like major actor died in the movie, be like, "Oh, he's not really dead." You like figure it out because the trailer mm-hmm. said there's a twist. There aren't that many that you can do, and they did make several seasons of the Twilight Zone, so we're we're all just uh, clumsily fumbling at Rod Serling's corpse when we when yeah. we do make these twist movies. That yeah, would have been a much better uh, much better movie if at the end of uh, Signs. Uh, the alien kills everyone but Mel Gibson, and then he breaks his glasses, and he can't read his Bible. <laughs> oh, that would make Mel so sad. <sighs> Nobody likes a sad Mel Gibson. We want a mad Mel Gibson. Like maybe, maybe the alien just uh, in, in, insinuates that uh, Mel's understanding of scripture is flawed. It, all those. He finally like decodes all of their crop circles and it in their language it just says, Mel Gibson, you have colon cancer. You need to see a doctor. <laughs> yeah, they were just trying to be helpful. That would nobody would have seen that coming. The old colon cancer twist. I, I stand corrected. I think that this is 
a great idea, and you should do this because you're better at this than M. Night Shyamalan. Well, see, the thing is that this would be we have to work with the existing framework of a film and be like, did you ever notice these little details seem to imply a completely different movie than the one you just watched? Like, give me a movie, a movie that you know I've seen. Okay, a movie I know you've seen. Total Recall. Okay, so in Total Recall, there, do you ever notice that I think that Quato, the leader of the Martian Rebellion, mm-hmm. was secretly controlling. If you think about it, he was a psychic, right? He mm-hmm. was the one that told Velos Cohagen to do everything. He's actually a bad guy. He was pulling the strings the whole time, making it all happen. There was no need for all the suffering for the for the Martian people to be colonized like that. It was all his doing. Quato was the bad guy in Total Recall. And it, oh, it wasn't until oh. he got shot in the head, spoiler alert, that they finally they finally gave the people the air. That's pretty strong, actually. That's I, my I theory. Thought I, I, I thought I was uh, throwing you a curveball with that one, to be honest. And uh, I, I hung it, and uh, you hung me out to dry. It also explains why there's this ludicrous concept of going to the to the place where they give you a memory that's not real, and he just happens to get one that fits him so perfectly. No, it was that he was picked out for this by Quato. I buy it. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. It was all set up ahead of time. He gets there. There's a video of him. Oh, it just happens. To, oh, wow. Yeah. You, you want to try another one? All right. Give me another one. Okay. Another one right do, across the plate. Gonna, all right. This one's going to be uh, more like a boilerplate kind of history movie. Uh, we'll go with Mel Gibson again. We're going to do The Patriot this time. Oh, I have not seen the Patriot, but you want to do Braveheart then? I have a theory about the Patriot. Okay, go for it. It takes place in Westworld. Mm. Yeah, right. It explains why Mel Gibson is there. (laughs) Weird guy, that Mel Gibson. Yeah, I I think that he does that just, uh, you know. He got on it's that kick where the thing, movies though. the movies had to be in the language that the characters spoke with yeah. subtitles, but it was like dead languages. Yeah, he 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 just really did not want to have to pay attention to what anybody was saying. It was all about the torture porn for him. And he didn't well, he did the, words the, getting in the way. Apocalypto, right? Mm-hmm. Like, was that made for Mayan people? Um, I think it did pretty good with the Mayan community, you know, because they made uh, Bafo uh, Mayan box office on that one. Mayan variety. Yeah, you go down to the Yucatan Peninsula, and I I think it's still playing. You know, it's like the Rocky Horror Picture Show of Central America. There's, yeah, everybody shows up, and they're all dressed in loincloths, and there's, like, a scene where everyone throws spears at the screen. (laughs) Yeah. All right, well, that was twisted up. I, 
I'm okay with that one. Uh, but I just know that you're going to be so much better at that one than me. You know, uh, it, there's I, funny. I'm such sometimes... a sheep. Like, if you show me something, I believe it. And I, I, I feel like you're going to be the, the scully to my molder if we do that one. Uh, oh, it's, mm. yeah. It's a big deal. You know, we left a copy of uh, 1984 out on the coffee table and AJ saw it and then he was going around just smashing TVs all day long. <laughs> what, what, he got what? into a Sears Roebuck. <laughs> racked up over $100,000 worth of damage on those, you know, those, uh, those Sony, those Sony flat panels, they don't come cheap. When 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 you said you left a copy of 1984 out, uh, uh, it it kind of made me think about uh, Santa Claus. What 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 if that's what he wanted you to leave out instead of cookies? Just a copy of 1984. <laughs> he's he's just uh, obsessively collecting so copies of 1984. True, man. <laughs> uh, ironically, Santa Claus is a truther. No, he's gathering them up to burn them. Oh yeah. And then he finds out he actually was thinking of Fahrenheit 451. He just, he just doesn't want Big Brother stealing his Santa thunder. He's like, I'm the one who watches. <laughs> yeah. He's like, can we stop? Can we stop making this seem creepy? It's kind <laughs> of my thing. <laughs> you got a good Santa voice. Uh... Thank you, little boy. Now I'm 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 kind of thinking about that. Like, uh, is that something that uh, if 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 you're a, a big beard grower, if you're a big beard guy, once it starts getting gray, what what do you think the extra scratch you get uh, being a, like a mall Santa Claus mall or a department? Santa Claus. Which I now am saying I'm like, oh, that's not going to be a thing anymore. <laughs> it's very soon. Drum. Cough into my mouth, little boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. S this is going to be the first year uh, without a Santa. Or without thousands of Santas. Yeah, whatever the the, nationals, the National Health Organization or whatever. They're like, uh, we have, we're warning people that whispering into Santa's ear can spread the coronavirus. <laughs> Before, all you were going to get was a little bit of whiskey breath. But uh, Please do not tug on his beard. It is a vector for disease. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Man. Richard Attenborough to... was a pretty decent Santa Claus. What? It's like the in only the, thing. In the, the miracle Jurassic Park guy. Yeah. No. You don't like him? I didn't like him as a Santa Claus. We've been over this. Oh, yeah. we. I think we talked about how his beard wasn't big enough, or at least... His teeth are nasty. <laughs> Not a fan. Okay. They look like corn nuts. <laughs> Were you okay with him in Jurassic Park, though? It was yeah. okay for him to have a nasty, nasty teeth in in that role. Yeah, 
I don't ever like when a Santa Claus's beard is is kind of a yellow white. I'd rather uh, yeah. it be slightly no, no, gray. No cigar smoking Santas, please. That like, yeah, you get that yellowy beard. Mm-mm. Not not my idea of a good time. You got another idea for a podcast? Yeah, I got another one. Uh, this one is E.T. Tonight. Now, is this uh, Entertainment Tonight tonight? Or is this um, E.T. the Extraterrestrial? I, I I wanted it to be an entertainment show. If we're we're probably gonna have my my vision for it is not possible because I I want it to just be entertainment tonight hosted by ET. Hmm. But we since we can't get ET, I I think it could possibly either be entertainment tonight tonight and. Uh, if that is still a thing, we can watch that and uh, just uh, do a, a what, what do you call it? It's not really a recap, but just a, a commentary on entertainment tonight. But it mm. could also be uh, just entertainment that uh, is alien related. We, we could just have an alien uh, movie, television, uh, comic book, regular book, yeah. coloring book podcast. Hey, why not, uh, you know, rule of threes, let's do uh, erectile tissue tonight. <laughs> tonight we're talking about the corpora cavernosa of the penis. Could do that. And uh, do you think that um, E.T. was circumcised? Do, I mean, do you think that his penis looked like his finger? Um, or did it look like Alf's nose? I I think it might have been like the the second mouth in the xenomorph. It it, it might have just been penises mm. within penises. I feel like yeah, we're we're probably we're thinking too small here. Like there are creatures on our planet in our own same family. I mean, like you know. Of animals, not like, not our proper family of people. Yeah, you, you, you're they just have like, like not not plants, not bacteria. There's animals. prehensile. There's prehensile penises and penises. What is it? An echidna has a has a five headed penis. What are we doing over here? What? We're just I'm, th- <laughs> we're just. I, I'm going to take a little pause here and uh, look up some echidna penises, but keep talking. Okay. I'm just saying that's we should probably be thinking bigger for E.T. Bigger, longer. Harder. It would be weird if he had a human penis. Nothing about him looks human. You know, he has vaguely humanoid features, I suppose, but. And, you know, we're, we're making a pretty big assumption that they that his species reproduces sexually, right? Yeah. They, 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 they could do binary fission. Like the ET could just split in half. Now there are two of them. Spill Double water trouble. on him after midnight. You give him something to eat. Look out. What if ET, what if that's, Oh, bringing it back to twist it up. This is my theory on ET. He's actually just a very fucked up gremlin. He isn't supposed to look like that. He's just a gremlin who uh, 
Yeah, they gave his mom some sort of medicine when she was pregnant that they didn't know would fuck him up. He's just a gremlin, but his mom... Yeah, his mom was on uh, some sort of a, a drug to stop smoking, and <laughs> they found out that it gives babies uh, no no legs and a long-ass neck. <laughs> Uh, it just you look like a like a gooseneck lamp made out of flesh. How's the how's the search for echidna penises going? Um, I'm I'm a vaguely disturbed. Uh, it, it looks kind of like a tree root or something. It, it kind of makes me think about a uh, a little bit like a baobab tree, oh, mm-hmm. but potato uh, that got left in the cupboard for too long. A little bit. I. I, I'm not a fan of that penis. Yeah, I wish it was the first time I've heard that. Oh, uh, from me or from anyone? Uh, Just they yeah, are. that phrase in general. Uh, you know, ironically, there's a scene in a deleted scene from Guardians of the Galaxy where you see Groot's penis looks just like Knuckles from Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> well, I, th- that was a good move on their part, not making it look like a like a true echidna because. These guys are not not cute cuties, uh, but it, Knuckles is. Yeah, he's that sanitized Hollywood echidna. Yeah, and, no and maybe I'd all. like a, echidnas better if if all the pictures I was looking at of them didn't have their weird dong hanging out. That's a turnoff for me. Do you think that if you drew if you drew a picture of of Knuckles the echidna, but it showed his penis, do you think his penis would also have a little white glove on? <laughs> since it has fingers it has five little god i, I also would has so. the mickey mouse style glove i i would like to uh tell all the kidnas no glove no love uh cover that thing up please i i'm you know what I, i'm looking it up now and there's a surprising number of people who've done drawings of him that way and no one has thought to give him a little white glove folks uh if you're if you're good with art why not draw a picture of Knuckles the Echidna uh, with his penis out and he has a little white cartoon glove on the end of his penis and then post that to Twitter with the hashtag we don't have a podcast yet. That would be lovely. All right. I'm just going to do that. <laughs> Every time you do that, I... I... It, it it makes me so happy. <laughs> Two things really tickle AJ. One is the the sound bite from Limp Biscuit, and the other is me describing Richard Attenborough's teeth. <laughs> if if maybe, can can we get those together somehow? Mm. Yeah, maybe by next week I'll I'll have a cut of all okay. the times I've talked about Richard Attenborough's teeth. Okay, That'd and then we'll perfect. just intersperse it with little sound clips from the Limp Biscuit. And All right. We'll stretch stretch that out to ninety minutes and and make it a movie. Yeah. Yep. All right. And, so and the, the the twist is that Richard Attenborough is an echidna and has a uh, you know like he can choke people with his hand penis. Now we're talking. All right. Uh, I have another idea for a podcast here. Okay. Uh, this. Uh, well, at first, I just wrote Echo Chamber, and I thought this would be like a podcast where we could uh, 
use a echo sound effect on our voices, but also just kind of reiterate things that everyone already agrees on. But I thought that was kind of, there wasn't enough there. So I added in my little notebook, I wrote echo chamber brought to you by the American egg council. (laughs) So just something to think about there. Now we have to say, uh, we have to say opinions that we already know we agree on. Uh, but then we have to cut in with some stuff about eggs, about the, the incredible edible egg. People uh, talk about uh, walking on eggshells like it's a negative thing. They don't actually hurt your feet. Yeah, perfectly it actually, fine to walk on them. Yeah, it exfoliates. It's good for you. Yeah, you grind them up. They're good for your teeth. They're don't even have to eat them. Just great grind source them of up. calcium. Uh, don't don't bring milk into this breakfast equation. Uh, just crunch up those shells when you're done. Put a little bit of egg egg shells. Yeah, in a in the blender and then you just uh pour some water in there get a good slurry going pour that over your golden grams we all agree on these things donald trump is a is a boob and we believe in science it's i true. love that uh, i you, saw you could a tell sign that guy didn't need his eggshells i saw a sign the other day that said it had a list of things and it was like black lives matter. And then the last two of the things like they were all, you know, slogans, but then the last two, one said science is real, which I felt was a little backhanded because clearly I don't think anyone thinks science is bogus. Just people disagree on uh, the political, the politicization, politicization of science. And uh, then the last one was even more inscrutable. It said, water is life. And then I started to think that maybe maybe somebody was uh, trying to get, get in there and uh, cut the American Egg Council out of the game. Oh. We all know eggs is life. Yeah, big mistake there. Oh. Easter Bunny's going to get you for that one. Yeah. That's I have a sign in my yard that just says eggs is life. <laughs> it's true. I mean, that's regardless of where you stand on the age old question of what came first, the chicken or the egg. Life comes yeah, from eggs. Yeah, you, you love science so much. Why don't you hold your head underwater for five minutes to see how much that. See how much that's life, huh? Or you could have a plate of delicious eggs. It's not even a question. Everyone chooses eggs. Yeah. Egg lands best. I'm I'm just getting mad thinking about people saying those terrible things about eggs. Yeah. Listen, folks. If you can't handle me at egg lands worst... You don't deserve me at Egglands best. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. I I I think that's my favorite one so far, though. I, just I, the one I just where love, we, it, it we, is another excuse to just talk about eggs for an hour, though. Uh, I know. That's it, I a mean, problem. 
I mean, we'll talk some dinner. You know, we can talk about egg lunch options. But to be honest, there's got to be a lot of Breck stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it is true that uh, it's time eggs uh, broke out of the uh, breakfast ghetto. I, I know it's where, where we all came up and we love it so much. But uh, eggs for lunch. Let, let, let's do a, a midnight snack of eggs. Just cook, cook them all. Cook the whole dozen first thing in the morning and then, you know, spread them out throughout your day. Twelve meals a day. Twelve eggs. Yeah, well, you know, there's that old saying, you know, eggs in morning, sailor take morning. Eggs at lunch, sailor eats a bunch. Exit dinner, unless you're a sinner. When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually how Shakespeare ended a lot of his sonnets. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Tis nobler in the mind. When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. Well, when you get to the end of that sonnet, you gotta have the rhyming couplet, and... It doesn't matter how beautiful the first 12 lines are if, if you don't leave me something to savor at the end, like an egg. Like a delicious... Smart of him. He was so smart to do that. Too, too many poets don't write about eggs. It's a perfect metaphor for everything. Think about an egg. Yeah. And, and, and then you can think about anything else after that because of the egg. I believe it was the Beastie Boys who said, The egg, a symbol of life. I go to your house and bust out your wife. <laughs> and, and, and they, uh, you know, it was split between uh, three people, but they're all one third of uh, our generation Shakespeare. They're all one third of a, a, of a of a of a Billy Shakespeare. Yeah, you know Shakespeare made up words like eyeball and uh, alligator. I think alligator and uh, the Beastie Boys made up um, well. I can't think of any words they yeah, made up. Yeah, you, you know, it, you don't think about words needing to be made up because they already did it for us. Yeah. They they are real words. Like they they came out of uh the one of the eggs that the Beastie Boys laid and and then the world had that word now. Mm. It seems if the Beastie Boys laid eggs it seems completely unnecessary from a biological standpoint for them to come to my house and bust out my wife. Oh, they they do that out of love. Hmm. Well, I guess that makes sense. That's that's them going above and beyond. They love the bun again. Beyond the bun. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's pick up the phone. Folks, if you have an idea for a podcast or just want to say hello. You can call our podcast hotline. That's 702-PODCAST. P-O-D-P-O-D-P-O-D-P-O-D-P-O-D-P-O-D-P-O-D-P-O-D-P-O-D-P-O-D-P-O-D-P-O-D-P-O-D-P-O-D-P-O-D
C-A-S-P. That's right. Ends with a P. We tried to get podcast, but it wasn't available. So we got the next best thing. Uh, leave us a message. We have a message here. Hang on a second. There it is. Okay. Hmm. I believe that was saying boogie days. Boogie days. Do you think that I I immediately have a problem with the, the, the movie Boogie Nights now because a lot of the scenes in that movie take place during the day. Well, those those listen. Those were those were not boogie days. The nights were boogie nights. The days were something else. Something else entirely. Perhaps woogie days. Uh, I mean, I'm just worried that the, the consumer is going to be confused. I, I think that we should possibly re-edit that film so that there is a boogie nights and a whatever the days are. It's a, a fucking days. Yeah. Days you know, of thunder. Punch the clock. Nights. Uh, uh, do... Do 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 a sex and and then then it's time to boogie at the nighttime. Yeah. Strange days, strange nights, boogie days. <laughs> we can do it. We can do all kinds of things with this. Boogie days could also be. Uh, we we well right now is a bad time for this because all all the dance halls across the land are closed down. But uh, you know, just be at the early bird special at the at the nightclub. The day club. It's a boogie day. Mm-hmm. Show up now for boogie days at the club. And uh, there's a free breakfast buffet. I don't know if I'm ever going to get tired of that sound. <laughs> well, as you control the soundboard, I'm, I'm, I personally am in, invested in you not getting tired of doing it because I love it so much. Boogie days. I'm trying to think of other ways this could go. This could be. Maybe we just have a, a dance marathon. It seems like that's a lot of work. Uh, there, There's uh, some people uh, call uh, congealed mucus within their nasal cavities. Boogies. Oh, gross. Yeah. Oh, gross. I'm not doing that kind of a. I'm not doing yeah. that kind of a show. I, Listen, I tried to science it up. We keep it, it clean bit, here. But... We keep it clean. We don't. We don't talk about. I know. I think we did talk about boogers in the last one, but we. I know we definitely, definitely talked about Alf doing a blow bang with a bunch of cats. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and that's what we're here for. Recapping the the. Previous episode from three days ago. <laughs> That's what still keeps fresh people in our minds. I've, coming I've back, you hear you hear us that episode. You hear us do a bit, and you're like, "Oh, I can't wait to hear them talk about this three days from now on the next one." Yeah, all right. I, I, I'm starting to worry that we're doing another episode of the uh, We the Brick Fasters. Yeah, it seems like it's, we're kind of in a rut. 
Let's head yeah, to the Podtron. Get I us out of here. I need to have this pulled from my hands because I won't stop playing with it. Podtron, take us away. <laughs> the Podtron 4500, of course, is a artificial intelligence computer. And we gave it the names of the top 1,000 podcasts on Apple's charts. And then it tries to reassemble those concepts into other titles for popular podcasts based on a secret algorithm that did you, you just couldn't say just podcasts? look up. Oh, uh, and that's that's our first idea. Podcasts. <laughs> They're cats with a podcast. Oh, boy. That's a, I mean, that's a license to print money, Nate. Why, why haven't mm -hmm. you thought about that? And we just play we play two cats. Are are we gonna are we gonna be uh cat people? We're gonna have to dress up like cats to record this? I think that we could just it's an audio you know, it's an audio medium. Let's just let's just call it podcasts and then we'll play let's play cats from cats. Ooh. I, I call Rum Tum Tugger. I ought to be the magical Mr. Mistopheles. He's okay. the only one with a hype man. That's true. Is this our and, idea? And he knows Matt. Uh, I, that's not even. Let's let's do a, a proper uh, Podtron idea. I, okay. I, I don't want to we'll piss him off and then he won't want to do this anymore. All right. Well, uh, here I got one. Okay. It's called watchables watchables and this would be um i guess it would just be things that uh you that where we talk about things you could watch oh so we would I, have I, like, I was thinking it was like lunchables but when you uh, peeled back the plastic there's just a rolex in it there's just a rolex and then you're you're the kid who has to come. You just got a brown bag with an old Timex in it. <laughs> Try to trade. Does anybody no. want my? Does anybody does anybody want this? It's a Casio. It says it says it's uh, water resistant up to three hundred meters. It's got this little clicky ring i don't know if that's actually supposed to i think if you go to like navy seal school they can teach you how to use that to like chart the stars or something anyway it's pretty heavy i think it's cool does anybody want to trade for uh for the rolex what, what if they made a uh mickey mouse watch where uh he had a third arm or maybe between it was his just legs his penis, his penis but it was also a compass so, so Mickey's dick uh, shows true north. Okay. Do they still make those? Like, uh, I, 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 I'm trying to get. A, hey, Disney, hire me for your watch division. I wonder uh, how much it costs ideas. to get a custom watch made. If we could get one with knuckles, but he has. <laughs> His dick with a little uh, white he, glove. He could point out east uh, and west and south and uh, one uh, tertiary direction. <laughs> he could we could go. Just get more. a watch made, but it's just a. It just has the second hand and it's a penis, just helicoptering. <laughs> and you're like, listen. These days, life's too short to not live 
minute to minute. And that's why I, this new watch just tells what what part of a minute you're on. And it's all based on, you know, Huckleberry oh. Hound's dick swinging that's in a scary. circle. That's scary, though, because if, if I'm living life by the minute, uh, when when I think back on the minute that I've just done, I'll probably spend that next minute thinking about the previous minute on into infinity. Like, if you break time down too small, you're in trouble. Honestly, in these days, with your quibbies and your TikToks, we're just moving from one thing to the next. I guess it's true. Uh, it's the gig economy, we're baby. We're living life by the minute. Like we, we need to actually get smaller. Like we're we're living life by the ten second. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You can't be late to work when your job is just, uh, you know, in the micro economy. No more nine to five jobs. You just have a gig. And your little watch. When you gotta the re up every minute. You know, yeah, you, you look you at it. You could be gone like, at any moment. Oh, dang. Look at this. It's the Pingu, the, the Claymation Penguin. And his penis tells me uh, I have to go deliver groceries now. <laughs> oh, Pingu's penis is such a cruel taskmaster. I don't want to do that, but I mean. Somehow we brought it back all back around to the beginning, the very beginning with talking about a penguin's penis. Oh, it's true. Episode one. That's an episode one thing. They should put it on a pillow. Hmm. And we have, you know, we, we got our our needles and thread boxes out. We, we got to cross stitching. Mm hmm. Watchables. Watchables. All right, what else? I've, I've got one here. Uh, it's number 57. It's Oprah's Hardcore. <laughs> so this would be, I mean, hardcore could be. Yeah, it's debatable whether this is saying Oprah is hardcore or this is just the hardcore that Oprah owns. Well, I was I was wondering whether when it's saying hardcore, is it talking about like Black Flag or, you know, Uh, pornography? uh, Yeah, porno. Mm. It's Oprah's, but it's all it's showing close up penetration. As much as I love that idea, I I was thinking the Black Flag idea, probably. Okay. uh, Oprah. You know, she writes really great lyrics, but she screams them in such a shrill voice that I can't even tell what she's saying half the time. But, you know, the energy is there and and, and I've got my head banging. I'm trying to imagine, like, what kind of hardcore Oprah would be. She's probably a big she was from Chicago, right? That's that's where where her uh, show was uh, filmed. I think she might be from Tennessee originally. I think she was. Well, I'm talking about, listen, I mean, Oprah, yeah, in Tennessee, who cares? But I bet you anything, right? Like her show, when she was, when she was coming up, right, with her show in like the 80s, she was in Chicago, right? Yes. Yeah. 
I bet you anything that she went to see Big Black. She probably has songs about fucking on vinyl. <laughs> Do you think that all of her songs were about fucking in her band? You just turned on so much uh, by the experience of singing, see, seeing Big Black uh, in their element, in their prime, and now now she's just a font of songs about fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she I never. Don't, I don't. I don't. She never I don't got see into where Dr. Gets into this though, because uh, his hardcore band has no songs about fucking. Just, a, it's not even hardcore. <laughs> it's just butt rock. Yeah. No. It's, yeah, Doctor Phil. It, he's he's in a My Chemical Romance, and he thinks that that's. Well, he thinks it's emo. Yeah. He he takes all of his stylistic direction from uh, his many trips to the Hot Topic at, at his local mall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what a poser. What a fool. Mm-hmm. Mm. We hate him, folks. Um... All right, let me see. You got another one? <laughs> yeah. We're really killing it, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I, I blame the Patron. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm letting all blame uh, slide off of me. That's a good plan. All right, this one is called Greeting. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Greeting. Uh, I, I like the idea of doing that one because it'd be easy. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it would just be a podcast where we say hello in every language. Yeah. Or we Even could the do... dead ones uh, in case Mel's listening. Yeah. I mean, we could do uh, different segments. We could have a segment about uh, greetings in uh, different cultures. We could do a segment where we talk about voicemail greetings and we could record... We could do like a few takes of different voicemails, you know. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. We we could do reviews of greeting cards, like which ones we think are the best. We have a we have which a guest. Ones are bad buys. Don't buy that card. Yeah. Oh, those kind of greetings too. Yeah. Seasons greetings. More well, seasons, seasons greetings. Seasons Hmm. Can you have seasons greeting? Or would it have to be season greeting? Oh, I guess it is greeting. Seasons greeting. Oh, Season we could do a podcast where, where we don't know about plurality. Like, there, there's only one of everything for this podcast. Mm. And the, and then we we get into a bitter fight over what we think is the last morsel of food. Mm. We just open a bag of, of uh, potato crisps. Wait then... a minute. What was this heresy? Bag of potato crisp, please. Uh, sorry. This We're was just gonna have to make that chip big. I, I was speaking as the narrator here, outside okay. of the outside of the story we're weaving. Um Yeah, then I mean How do you get up there? How do you throat. get out of this? 
I'm, I'm sorry. I was trying to get I'm, into a fight. <laughs> I'm trapped in the universe where I only think one thing exists. I'm a method podcaster, Nate. Mm-hmm. You got another one? Uh, sure. Um, number 49, Unlocko podcast. Unlocko? I, I I reflexively chose this one because I'm I, I used to work as a locksmith. So I was, I was gonna like, say I'll, I'll have some some a lot of times uh, I'm letting you behind the curtain here. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but it, it could possibly be a podcast where where I have some sort of uh... mm. yeah. You're in the catbird seat with that one. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand locks at all. Like it's just like a magic thing that they put their key in, in into uh, into the lock and and open her on up, but they don't understand how it works at all. And it, it, I could let you know about all the gutty works inside of a lock. As I understand it, um, when I put my key into the doorknob, then it's having sex with the house, and if the house yeah. enjoys gonna, it. You gotta to wipe that in. ejaculate off every every time you unlock. Oh, I just hold the key in there. Okay. Hoping for a little doghouse to be born. <laughs> just pops out the chimney of the of the other house. It's gross thinking about a house that's alive like that. I wish I hadn't said it. Ooh. But it is yeah. funny that uh, we have the Patreon, right? And yes, it, we do. You pay to unlock. So even though you don't work as a locksmith anymore, people are still paying you to unlock something for them. But it's and, just a and, podcast. And about as well as I got paid as a locksmith. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should just add that to the Patreon. There's a level, if you pay $7 a month, it's uh, like AAA. I'll come and give you... You can uh, come uh, and uh, get you out of <laughs> locked out of your car. <laughs> We just get we get more Patreon subscribers. You're like, oh, I don't listen to the podcast, but it's a pretty good deal to get a guy to come unlock your door if you lock yourself out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you it's... say they talk about farts and cum. I don't care. It's seven dollars. Yeah, that's a pretty genius idea. If we, if we could get people to pay for the podcast without actually listening to the podcast, that would be choice. I'm thinking now that maybe we're we're coming at this from the wrong angle. And what we should do is just get a job working for AAA or some other roadside assistance courtesy service. Uh, and then when people we're like, well, we can give you a tow into town. <clears throat> Hop up here in the cab with us. And then we just put on our podcast. And make, they're getting towed back to the city from out in the mm. country the whole time. A captive audience. Yeah. And, and just we don't even to have us. to use uh, violence to get it. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a it's a foolproof plan, I think. Okay, well, uh, sign me up for that. I I will gladly unlock all of our listeners' uh, cars and force them to listen to whatever podcastery uh, we're getting up to at the time. All right, so here are I'll even take a really long time to do it. So, so, like it's going to take me a, a good hour to unlock this car. It's going to be a long wind up for the pitch on this one. Okay. All right, here are well, our options. Uh, 
All right, go for it. Oh, you go got something it. else to say? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Okay. We have fear of a bot fly planet. To twist it up. E.T. tonight. Echo Chamber. Brought to you by America's Egg Council. Boogie Days. Podcasts. Watchables. Oprah's Hardcore. Greeting. And Unlocko Podcast. Okay, uh, I'll tell you my two favorites uh, are Greeting mm-hmm. and Echo Chamber. I like Greeting and I like Podcats. So I guess okay. the one thing we agree on is Greeting. So, okay. folks, if you want to hear Greeting... I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna look up a list save of it. all. Save it for the paywall. Okay, we can't give it. We can't be giving this yeah. shit away for free. This is this is prime shit. You, you gotta pay a premium for it. If you like, if you want to hear greeting, you can go to patreoncom slash We don't have a podcast yet. Uh, and uh, the, if you sign up uh, for uh, our premium service, then uh, you'll get. Greeting, along with uh, 50 or so other uh, premium episodes that we've done, many of which uh, I've never seen the light of day outside of the paywall. Uh, We call it The Vault, and it's just like uh, Disney's uh, racist films. We don't let our racist podcast out. They're, 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 Stored they're safely. inside podcasts, you know. Uh, we, we keep them up in the attic and feed them yeah. a, a bucket of fish heads. We tell everyone that, it, that our podcast is based on the movie Splash, and they just believe us. <laughs> um, Yeah, other than that, you can always follow us on Twitter and Instagram, uh, WDHAPY. Email us at we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com and uh, call into the podcast hotline 702 podcast. Send us a message. Let us know if you like the show. Uh, if you're that one kid that got mad at me because I said Black Lives Matter, call in and uh, make your case for why. What did he say? Uh, uh, affirmative action has gotten out of control. I'd love to yeah. hear your side of the argument. Yeah. I think that everybody needs to hear that. So if you call in, we'll totally play play your message. Yeah, we'll play your voicemail. Uh, other than that, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan P. Woodard. I'm Andrew James Estes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>